Hello, fine people of the internet. You are listening to the Deep Dive Discover. <laughs> 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 Cut that out. <laughs> okay, one more time. Hello, fine people of the internet. You are listening to the Deep Dive Discovery podcast. It is me, your host, Marcus Herrar, joined always by my other host, my equal, Mr. Aaron Price. How are you today? I'm good. I'm almost tempted to just keep the first part in now because you said it wrong the second time as well. What did I say? Deep Dive Discovery. Oh my fucking God. (laughs) Well, you've now outed yourself as a poser of the podcast and you're on the podcast. Well done. (laughs) Wait, what show is this? I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. This is punked. Uh, You've been punked. Oh, damn. Not again. <laughs> How are you today? Because clearly there's something not right. And sleep well. I uh, I woke up early for a shift. I stayed up really late. So I had a early morning and a late night. Yeah, Here I am. Just just chugging along, buddy. <laughs> just chugging Guzzling along. coffee. Yeah. Who are we talking um, about? I believe we we're talking about a French band that you might have heard of called Gojira. Have you heard of them? No, but I just finished watching PSG. Does that count? Yes, it does. It cool. absolutely does. Cool. Do you like flying whales? Uh, that sounds a bit heavy. Heavy? Scary? I don't know. Do you like environmentalism? As a vegan, yes. I didn't know you are a vegan. This has never come up before. Hey. Do you like death metal? No. No. Oh. <laughs> well i hate to break it to you at sets but this is what we're going to be talking about today um how would you classify gojira sonically they're kind of a hard band to pin down genre wise not that it really matters but i was on that was really fascinating because of how uh dare i say alternative they can be at times yeah it's one of the things i, I was going to bring up um like yeah people just kind of accept that they fall into that death metal category but are they really death metal? Like I know they're heavy, but that doesn't really make you death metal. They have a lot of death metal elements. That's for sure. And it's definitely where the musical heritage of this band lies, but I'll do you one better here. Why think when someone else can just write it out for you, the Wikipedia article classifies Gojira as technical death metal as the first choice, then progressive metal, then groove metal, and then post metal. Um, and if we are to believe these genre labels, then that would make Gojira bar none the biggest tech death band of all time. Progressive, groovy, technical post death metal. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit the point where I'm going to be like your teacher in high school and tell you you're not allowed to cite Wikipedia as your sources anymore. Shall we refer to metal archives? <laughs> <laughs> the the place that bans BT Bam for some reason. They did. Yeah, the BT Bam is blacklisted. Fucking Slaughter to Prevail are blacklisted. I need Slaughter to Prevail because they don't consider deathcore <laughs> metal. But I, but I mean, I didn't realize that BT yeah. Bam was on their shit list. Also, oh, Protest yeah. the Heroes blacklisted too, which is yep. fucking whack. But that's besides the point. Gojira very long running band so to make our lives and the listeners lives easier we're going to cover the first four albums which is i think like in my mind at least the era of gojira that i don't really know if people talk about as much as some of their newer stuff i feel like gojira kind of blew up you know around the way of all flesh onwards maybe even after that you could argue so the first couple albums i think are almost like overshadowed by the success of their more recent output doesn't everyone know from Mars to Sirius, though? They do. They do. But that's getting in the cultier territory because uh, we'll get there. That's fair. So what's the but, first um, album? Tell us where we start. Well, let's start with the first album. Uh, the title of that album is called Terra Incognita. What did you think about this album? Uh, this is like, this pretty much takes every single bit of what Wikipedia classes the band as and shoves it into one album. Yeah, I would also go as far as to say it might be like my favorite Coachera album. Dude, I'm not going to lie to you, man. 
I've actually, I really thought I'd listen to this thing in my teenhood, but upon revisiting, I actually realized I've never heard it in my entire life. I don't think I've heard any of the songs on here. Um, this is my album of the year. <laughs> You're only like, what, years 13 old. years late? I don't know. <laughs> no, 20. This came out in okay. 2001. Can you believe Shit. that? I guess from Mercy's here. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, dude, it's, it's fucking old. Gross. So. Yeah, it is my album of the year. I think it's just so fucking cool. What's really cool about this album for me, right, is it reminds me a lot of, like, the debut system of a down album, but, like, in a Gojira interpretation. <laughs> this weird kind of wacky playfulness that I think Gojira kind of abandons on the link onwards. But, yeah, man, this thing's fucking awesome. It's, it's so good. Every song on here is, like, real okay let me rephrase that most of the songs on here are absolute like fucking bangers it's so good yeah like okay so much like everyone i knew gojira well majority of people i should say know gojira from uh from our series and way of all flesh and then followed them onwards uh i've very rarely gone back up to a certain point like i didn't really listen to the link or this album before that but I saw them on tour for Magma and they played Clone off this album. And fuck me, did that blow my mind. Dude, that's, it's so good. That song live, it just stands out so far from anything else that they played. But yeah, like this album has some of the most interesting, some of the heaviest riffs with um, obviously with Clone. Uh, you have deliverance, you have love, which is a very like it's a juxtaposition of a song. But then you have like the really weird, groovy, jazzy prog songs like Satan is a lawyer. Yeah, yeah you do. Like and how like how do you just go into Satan is a lawyer for in this album? Like there's no logical transition without starting on that song and it doesn't. It's slapped there like three or four. Yeah, it's the third track. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. Like, sitting as a lawyer definitely has a lot of that system of a down playfulness that I'm kind of referencing. There's this weird kind of like, I don't want to say new metal alternative vibe, but that's kind of maybe for lack of better words, the best way I can describe it. It definitely breaks the death metal mold like really, really quickly in this whole fucking thing. But it still has like that Gojira-ism. Like it's actually amazing how similar this band is from album to album. Also, like every album having a very distinct identity. Um, and I think this one is actually probably the most unique of their discography because it is a little bit more out there, right? Like Satan is a lawyer probably would never occur on any future albums. You know, they're just yeah. in such a different place. Yeah, it There's is two uh, instrumentals on here, <laughs> and you know it's it's weird, weird shit, man. It's a very weird album, but uh, it's it, yeah, it's it's strange, man. And like the album cover does not give away what it is at all. No, it sucks. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. The album cover is actually quite bad. Like it's a good photo, but I don't really understand how it captures the vibe. But maybe that's what's kind of cool about it. It's just like it does stand on its own, right? Like, yeah. If you were to put this next to every other modern death metal release, which is like a digital painting, this one really does stand out, doesn't it? It does. I mean, you'll you'll be able to point it out. And like as as much as the album cover sucks, it's also notable. You know who it is. You know exactly what you're looking at. Do you love this album as much as I do? I think this is fucking like God tier masterpiece. <laughs> Dude, I like really, really like this album. I didn't realize how good it was, honestly, because like I remember when I first uh, heard Gojira, I was obviously a teenager. And so at the time, I believe, oh, God, what's the one after Way of All Flesh called? La Fon Savage. Oh, yeah, La Fon Savage. So, okay, so I, full disclosure, I actually, the first album I heard by them was actually The Way of All Flesh because I got it from the library. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a wacky looking album cover. What does this Gojira band sound like? But at the time, I was like 14, so I didn't really know what to I couldn't really process it very well. I was like, this is fucking weird. <laughs> and when I realized that they were an actual death metal band, I went back when I was going through like my huge, 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 huge like death metal phase, right? And when I first heard this and the link, I was just like, oh man, this is not good. And how dumb I was as a teenager, as a young adolescent. Yeah. 
No, I, I do love this album. Um, it's one that going back to it, you need to let it grow on you because it is, oh, yeah. it's much more, much more weird than what comes later. You know, it is, like you said, it is a lot like uh system of a down. We're going back to the first album. It's a lot more weird than, uh, than if you're listening to just hypnotize or anything. Yeah. But you know, what's crazy about it too, though, was like the songs on here are really weird but they're catchy as fuck and that's also where the system of a down parallel kind of comes in for my mind is nothing on here is really that hard to follow from a listener's perspective it's just it's really challenging if you're not really used to hearing stuff that is like so fucking out there you know? yeah yeah this you know, the is riffs are really catchy right it's like it is reminiscent of all other gojira where a lot of the riffs are super rhythmically oriented and a lot of like kind of um i guess you would say almost like gorgot's five where they do like the really dissonant kind of like scrapes and like harmonics on the guitar which could put that very weird kind of rhythmic percussive kind of aesthetic rather than like a straight up riffage kind of style it's really cool it's all about like vibes man yeah it's album vibes dude <laughs> and that's the thing like it's all about tone and sound on this one as well because like you said they do they do the scrapes and all that kind of stuff um and like i find that it it is much more of of a mood for the album it, it really sets the atmosphere and how you're meant to to feel with each of these riffs yeah. as opposed to you know just slowing down a song and being like oh this song is more somber or speeding it up be like oh yeah this song is aggressive even the somber songs or the softer songs i guess you could say still have that weird kind of aggression yeah. to them yeah and it does change up the the tone and the mood and the atmosphere of the song much more than simply just making it soft I think the word I'd use to describe the heavy parts of this album is angst. This album is very angsty. It's pissed. Yeah. It it doesn't feel cold. Whereas like, that's why I, I hesitate to call them a technical death metal band yeah. because they don't really have that calculated robotic coldness, which I think makes tech death sound like really cool. Um, this is akin to almost like a hardcore kind of energy where it feels like shouty and like, really really chunky chuggy riffage that's like really dissonant and very head boppy too yeah like you know it was very jammable you know <laughs> obviously one thing we we talked about when we were talking about the faceless there is how cold and robotic a lot of it feels it's very it's very systematic and everything's put into a very specific place for a very specific reason whereas this album is much more just angry it's just pissed it's everything's there because it needs to be there but it's coming out in such a i don't want to say angsty because you said angsty but now my brain won't think of another word um it's a good word to describe <laughs> it it's a very apt description you know yeah it's a very angsty way of it coming out is just throw it all like basically throw everything at the wall and see what sticks and that's exactly what they're doing they're just throwing every riff they could come up with out there getting every bit of lyrics onto this album and just shoving it all in your face that's what i like about gojira just like as a concept of a band is that it, to me it always sounded like their music was something they would just like write and jam together yeah doesn't necessarily and like i have no by the way i have no like gripes with the opposing songwriting philosophy of one guy's coming up with everything by their lonesome i think that's perfectly valid and i and i quite frankly do that quite a bit but this album doesn't have that you can tell this because of the pacing of the riffage too like it's almost like if you and i were in the room together and we both had guitars i could show you these riffs on the spot and we could like feel them out together and that's kind of i think gojira does have this winning formulas because like it is very feels heavy yeah and then and it translates into like everything they do you know and like obviously we know that that the or the uh, Godzilla whatever that stuff all exists prior to this, but this still feels like a very young band. This still feels like a new band, just a band who's very very conscious and logical about what they're doing as well. It feels like a uh, a new band, but in the most matured form of a new band. Yeah, where it's like it doesn't feel like it feels new in the sense that it has like that playful energy, but it 
does feel like they were very very serious about music you know what i mean like it doesn't have like that amateurish garage quality to it like i think the production um sometimes leaves a little bit to be desired i, I think the guitar tone could be a little bit chonkier and could go for an update but i mean i, I think it, this album sounds great i think everything translates really really well and i think the production serves the music quite well as well you know yeah yeah and definitely just like as as an introduction to this band that's a great place to start it is but you know the weird thing is too i actually wouldn't i think it's one of those things this is my favorite album by gojira from now on i just don't know if i would recommend it at first actually i feel like uh it is weird this one's a grower yeah it's a lot man you have to be really into like certain sounds i can't even tell you because i don't even really know who this album is for i know it's for me it's for a gojira fan yeah but that's the issue what is a gojira fan yep seems like a lot of people because they have pretty mass appeal but maybe that's the point though maybe you just have to be a generally open-minded listener yeah and then this album will probably tickle your fancy quite a bit yeah it's it's fucking awesome man like i I highly encourage people to revisit this album i I think it's fucking awesome um yeah what about favorite songs though do you got any uh clone and deliverance are the two main two ones that stand out for me, Clone Deliverance as well, but I actually really love Love. I think Love is fucking awesome, man. Those are the That's three so main songs I wrote down. I just want to only pick two. <laughs> Blow Me Away Universe is also amazing. Um, Lizard Skin is also fucking awesome. I'm I, I'm trying not to do that thing where I just say the whole thing. But I Honestly? Mean like, yeah, I listen to the whole thing. It's fucking awesome. I don't think any song on here is bad. Until you read out Blow Me Away Universe, it didn't click that they were saying Universe. It took me a minute too when I was like reading the titles. I was like, ah, that's that's, that's cheeky. Because I always just read the song and then like basically take a beat and then read the brackets. So you said, blow me away, Niverse. Blow me away, you, Niverse. Oh, God, I need to sleep. Yeah, listen to this album. Don't be an idiot. (laughs) Don't be a fucking jerk. Yeah. Also, how's about this uh, record label that put it out? Gabriel Editions. Isn't it is listen- Oh yeah, Listenable Records is where it came out after, I guess. Weird. Anyways, know, it is a remaster. I actually didn't know about that. I listened to the original mastering. Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Actually, I should check out the remaster. Anyways, that brings us to the link, which came out uh about three years later. Yeah. It uh it does not stand up. No, no actually, dude, I can't make up my mind about this thing. Honestly, it's it did like I actually listened to this album the most of this, you know, set of albums we're talking about because I have kind of mixed feelings about it. I uh, but the more I listen to it, actually, the more I really fucking I, I really like it. It's just not nearly as good as Terra Incognita, unfortunately. This is like so much more self-serious i think than terra incognita yeah not to say that terra incognita isn't self-serious um but it definitely ditches that playfulness it's a lot less fun of an album it's really fucking really dark in comparison i feel like the production just doesn't stand up either i like i'm finding that a lot of stuff just gets lost trying to listen through it for me it's the guitar tone Honestly, I think the guitar tones on these first two Gojira records don't really punch as hard as some of their later releases. And, you know, I don't blame them. Like, honestly, like 2001 and 2003 were pretty rough for metal production. We were essentially cavemen by most conventional standards, especially in the production (laughs) world. So, you know, I'm not really going to like bust their balls or anything about it. Um, I think for me, the songwriting is kind of, you know. Yeah, I don't like, know if it really does it for me compared to in, in, Terra Incognita, even though I think some of the songs on here are actually fucking amazing. Like some of my favorite Gojira songs exist on here. Like Remembrance is fucking so good. But then there's some songs on here I just don't give a shit about. Like Indians is not particularly good. Um, I don't really care for the instrumentals on here. I think they're kind of long winded and it closes on a long ass instrumental. And I just don't <laughs> know why. But it does start off that Gojira-ism where you play the same riff for like four minutes in a row, which yeah. I think is incredibly avant-garde and cool. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's ballsy. I actually kind of respect that uh, like a lot because they're like, hey, we got one good riff. Let's just fucking milk it. And I think that's like really genius songwriting, quite frankly. But uh, 
Yeah, this one just I don't know. I don't I don't know what it is about this album. Maybe because I'm just so hype off Terra Incognita. Yeah, like it doesn't have the weird playfulness, like you said. It doesn't really have that quite as much. It does have, still have some weird passages. Um, Dawn, for instance, yeah. is pretty fucking weird. Uh, but as as a whole, like if if you say you don't like this album, you're not alone. That's for sure. Uh, Gojira don't really play anything off this album anymore. They play Remembrance every so often, don't they? Uh, Remembrance is one of their least played songs off this album. Oh, really? What's the other one they play more? Uh, they play Wisdom Comes more. Oh, okay. And they play... Uh, I'm trying to remember. I wrote it down so so horribly. Wisdom Comes is actually pretty cool, though. Wisdom so Comes like, is a great song. It's really cool. But yeah, there's some songs on here. I just, I just don't know what's up <laughs> like oh. again, indians I, i'm that's so unfortunate that was the single off of this album um don can get can kind of fuck off i don't like the instrumentals in general on this one something about it man just kind of rubs me the wrong way uh so wisdom comes is the most played song on this album remembrance is behind it by like a chunk i'm really dumb the way i wrote it down is so illegible it looks like it says demon bounce and i was trying to figure out what the fuck that was Sorry, what was the name of the song? Remembrance. Remembrance. Oh, okay. but, but what it looks like I wrote down is Demon Bounce. Remembrance might have one of my favorite <laughs> breakdowns in the history of music. It's a good one. It's Remembrance is a sick song. Um, obviously, yeah, Wisdom awesome. Comes is a great song. For those who don't know, Remembrance, um, if you're going to listen to one song, please listen to that one. It will mislead you as to the quality of the record, but like what they do at the end, <laughs> this is so fucking cool. They just mute the guitar strings and the bass drum and the guitars are just playing this like really trippy uh, rhythm. Are you saying it's this not is a, a poor quality it's album? It's just like 16th note triplets. What? Are you saying this is a poor quality album? No, no, I think it's really good. Quite frankly, I just think that like, here's the best way I can describe it. Um, literally just cut it in half and give me an EP. Which yeah. I kind of say a lot, but I mean, like, I think in the case of the link, that would just be so much better because, like, there are some Gojira isms on this album that I think were actually kind of perfect. I think Remembrance might be almost peak Gojira. Like, it's not quite there for me, but I mean, like, it's fucking close. I love the opening two tracks, The Link and Death of Me, I think are fucking sick. But then if Peter's off with like Tori and Indians, Embrace the World's really cool. Inward mo- movement, I'm like, eh, whatever. Over the flows is like, eh, whatever. Wisdom comes is great. Then it ends on dawn. And it's like, this is a really big mixed bag, man. Like this <laughs> album would probably be much better, almost like on shuffle. I don't know. Like, So you're saying if they cut it in half, it would be a better link. Yes. Haha. <laughs> that was a horrible joke. But you you made me wait too long to say it, so I didn't even have the energy to to try. Yeah, that that delivery was off. That that uh, that delivery was shut the fuck up, so I can say my joke because I can't think of anything else to say because ADHD <laughs> kicks in and I'll forget the joke. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, according to Wikipedia, this is no longer a technical death metal album. First, it is simply referred to as death metal. I don't know. I, I guess. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sure. Why not? Fuck it. Who cares? Like. I mean, maybe they just gave up They're trying to catalog it. I mean, it's still proggy. Still has the proggy bits. Still, I like, really, uh, yeah, it's proggy as shit. Yeah, yeah, I like honestly probably proggier than Terra Incognita. Yeah, Terra Incognita is way more of a banger album. Yeah, certainly not a party album. Like, please do not go to your friend's birthday party and put on Terra Incognita unless all your friends are just terribly weird people. But... Honestly, go to go to a birthday party and turn on Satan is a lawyer. Actually, Nobody yeah, do that, know what the fuck's happening. Do it at like a college party too, where it's a bunch of drunk normies. frat guys. <laughs> yeah, a bunch of frat guys and and like jocks and cheerleaders. I think who turned really... off the Garth Brooks? What the fuck is this? And don't talk shit about my boy Garth Brooks. Hey, hey. Any uh, favorite songs? <laughs> yeah, um, all those ones I said that aren't the instrumentals <laughs> and like indians and fuck it who cares also i really like the album cover by the way i just want to throw it out there because i'm like yeah. staring at it on wikipedia i think it's so cool like i really yeah. want to get that tree tattooed on me see okay so with that would you go for the link or would you go for the link alive oh i actually didn't listen to a link alive i was just like so hung up on the studio version but it's, probably I the mean, link alive i'm gonna assume the link alive is a little bit more cool uh yeah it is 
it's i mean it's just a live album so whatever but uh yeah i like i like the uh the album cover a lot i like the link a live album cover more so i guess they kind of missed out there but oh well i mean yeah it, i think people should listen to it though i think it's a really fascinating like transition period for the band because it really does contextualize the next album um from sirius to mars i Other feel like say it again other way around what did from, i say from you said from sirius to mars oh my god i'm so glad i let you lead <laughs> guys i'm so sorry this is this is making gold i'm a healthcare worker i'm a taxpayer i had a long day <laughs> so the link really contextualizes from mars to sirius like a lot like i feel like if you went from terra incognita to that third album there would just be like this weird dare i say missing link between the two ha huh, you stole my joke but you actually knew it was coming so i, I knew it was coming. Um, oh, sorry any any favorite songs before we stop talking about the link yeah wisdom comes and probably remembrance just remember remembrance is also cool but probably wisdom comes yeah i dig it i dig it those are good yeah. songs so yeah um yeah i like the link more than from serious mars to serious wow like i know <laughs> I have people a hot said take I, about this album i, I know think people said boring. i had a bad take when it came to cynic and like good on you i did have a bad take when it comes to cynic but cynic also fucking suck um how the Ouch. fuck dare you i mean this album's good i get it but like i think this album's really bloated and uh some of my favorite gojira songs are on here but holy shit dude <laughs> There are certain <laughs> there points just, where I agree. Like it is a just pretty bloated album. Um, yeah, there, there's a lot. Well, I wouldn't even say there's a lot of songs that I would cut out, but there are definitely songs that would cut out. It, but I, I really enjoy this album. I mean, it's uh, good, man. Don't don't get it twisted. But like, okay, there there are some creative choices on here. So let's just kind of get this out of the way. Um, we all love Backbone. We all love the heaviest matter of the universe, which is obviously the heaviest song in the universe. We I all know. love Flying Whales. Um, I like the song to Sirius quite a bit, but like, man, what's up with Ocean Planet being the opener? Yo, Ocean Planet's great. Okay. What do you have against Ocean Planet? What Boring. what's your, what's your issue with it being an opener? It's not it's not hype. How is it not hype? it's no clone okay well listen listen uh, let, let's re- let, let's keep into consideration that this album is actually a concept album to some extent yes yes it is so opening on it makes sense sure so ba- like like and and i mean that's not to say it's good just because it's it's the start of the story or whatever um but no, I think it's it's a good build into what the album becomes, especially like following it from fucking Backbone. Well, you know what it is for me? It's like the sound of this album is just a lot more melancholy than I think the previous albums are. So let me let me rephrase it actually. Like the first two albums are very, very angsty. This is like almost like Sad Boy Gojira in a sense, where uh I feel like there are a lot more quiet moments that are trying to be really large and grandiose and not necessarily epic, but like really emotional in that kind of regard. And I think sometimes it works, but I don't think it always works for me. Like whatever emotion they're trying to put out there, I'm not really grasping onto like ocean planet. Doesn't really, doesn't really tickle my fancy too much. And same with like from Mars and the instrumental unicorn, like I just tune out so hard. It's like, I just want, like, I just want the heavy shit to start happening because, man, the heavy shit on, like, for example, the heaviest matter of the universe is, like, one of my favorite songs on the history of planet Earth. And it's, like, every part of that song is just so exciting. And a lot of this album just does not excite me. I just think it's, like, it's really taking its time to develop something. But I don't really know if I uh, want what they're putting down on this one. And this is the one I actually go back to the least, except for, like, a couple tracks, honestly. See, I think the album as a whole has, like, of all of their albums, probably the best flow. From yeah, I'd s- agree. Yeah. From start to end, it's be- the best flowing album. It's incredible production, especially compared to The Link. Um, yes. It's a huge step up. Big time. Um, 
yeah unicorn honestly i agree with you i could do without like it's it's a concept album you don't need instrumentals quite so much uh so you can cut those those out i and i i zone out in unicorn generally like i don't zone back in for where dragons dwell no, I'm not really crazy about that one or even in the wilderness. So that's what I mean. Like if, if we're talking batting averages as far as like what albums I love, then the batting average on this one's a little bit wonky for me. And I don't think it's a bad album. I just think it's like there's just so much of this I just don't want to listen to. Like that's why I think I like the link more because there's more of the length I actually like appreciate more. But I think the link also suffers from some of that same problems, I think. Um so I don't really know why this album is regarded so, you know, like heavily as it is. I think it's like, again, Pete Gojira exists on here, but that's why, because when it goes yeah. hard and when it, when it really grabs your attention, it really grabs your attention. Um, yeah. You know, flying whales, backbone, heaviest matter of the universe, all live staples have never oh, left, yeah. have pretty much never left a set since the album came out. Um, yeah. And I like, as a whole, in terms of this proper transition, especially into environmentalism with with their lyrics, this is a great start to it because it's a concept record with written in a, this fictional universe with this fictional planet where if you can make the connections, well done. And if you can't, it's not going to turn you off for trying to like push that whole environmentalism, vegan stuff which does change when it comes to Gojira to be fair. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it is like, I don't think any, like, I don't even think the messaging on here is even that ham. I mean, it is ham fisted. Like it's obviously very in your face about what it's clearly about. Like they're not very shy about their beliefs or anything, which I'm like totally cool with. So like, I, I don't, for me, it's not the lyrical con. I think the lyrics on here are actually like rather fucking awesome. For me, it's just the guitar work, I guess. Like, I don't know. The instrumentation just, just like, it comes in such big waves for me, man. Like, like there are m- moments where I just really want to get hyped, and then these slower songs come in, and, you know. But again, it's also, like, very, very dark and serious. Yeah. Like, it's a very dark album, right? Like, it's very moody, and I think more so even than The Link. It like yeah, it moves away from that whole weird stuff that came with the first album a lot more. That's for sure. Um, I mean, in terms of the songs, like I said, I I do have the ones I don't like, and I don't think the the instrumentals are doing it any favors. The hard songs, the heavy songs, do go fucking hard. Um, yeah. Weird thing, because I I as much as I want to give you shit for having your hot take about this album i also have something about this album that throws people off when i tell them i really do not care for the heaviest matter in the universe yeah that's weird (laughs) i like i don't know when when i was getting into this band that was the song obviously beside like flying whales which everyone fucking knew and it's the song you tell anyone to listen to when it comes to gojira at this point um it was the song that everyone wanted to talk about and be like, oh, this is such a good song. This is such a heavy song. And I don't know, maybe it just raised the bar too high. But it's, I don't care. I really don't. You know what that song reminds me of, too? I don't know if this is a hot take, but like I always thought this for many, many years. This reminds me so much of like 90s Morbid Angel, like when they got seven string guitars and started grooving. Which I don't Maybe. think is a bad thing, by the way. Like I, I think that's like a, that's a really cool influence to have. I've never really heard that influence used in such a way. I think it's fucking badass. I've always thought like Gojira kind of had this weird, like morbid angel kind of aesthetic to it. That's fair. Specifically um, in the grooves, not so much like the faster part. Yeah, like, yeah, no, definitely not. Like angel, but, um, the fast parts definitely in- introduce a lot more uh, prog than they are straight death metal there's there yeah. are like go as much as everyone wants to call gojira death metal there is no pure death metal part to gojira and that's the thing like it will always have some form of injection from like a groovy side a like more jazzy or proggy side um you know that's where like the whole idea of it being tech death gets a little bit weird as well sure Cause like 
Yeah, this this band does not go straight death metal at any point. I would I would argue they're heavy. I I think there are moments in like heaviest matter of the universe and even like backbone and stuff that are straight death metal riffage, but it, it's kind of sporadically paced out. I think that's why Gojira is like kind of god tier in a lot of ways is because like they're really good at never doubling down on too much of one specific genre that they dabble in you know see that's always i liked about gojira is the genre fusion was incredibly fluid and i think this album actually probably does some of the better jobs at doing that yeah than some of their other works i think this album like you said the flow was so good so that's so they never really hang on like a death metal style riff for that long but you know also i i will say though even though this is like really not one of my favorite gojira albums i uh have to say the songwriting just overall is just so much stronger like these songs feel very much like proper songs as opposed to just, you know, straight riffage libraries, which yeah. I'm into, by the way. That's no hate on like riffage style death metal, but um, this one's a little bit more sing songy, I guess you would say. Not sing songing, sorry, <laughs> but like, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. Any uh, any particular favorites off this one besides Heaviest Matter in the Universe, or is that pretty much it? No, Backbone, Flying Whales is fucking awesome. Too Serious is really good yeah see this guy is also pretty cool i was i was about to say i feel like i'm the only person whose favorite song and like this is by gojira as a whole is from the sky no from the sky is pretty sweet it's a little underrated i actually kind of forgot about it until i was looking through the track listing just now but i actually do like that one quite a bit so guys don't give me shit for it i do like this album fuck off i don't want to hear it yes you do (laughs) Listen, with the amount of shit that I had to listen to about the fucking Cynic episode and the amount yeah. of shit I listened to when it came to fucking Deathcore and Slaughter to Prevail, you would think I was posting yeah. on goddamn Metal Archives. You deserve some shit for this. I do not. You see, Everyone your issue, Aaron, is that you engaged. You, <laughs> you engaged with the right, feuds. I, I was reading those comments like, yikes, brother. Thank God I'm doing something right now. <laughs> I shouldn't have even. Honestly, I was just bored. Yeah. <laughs> uh Nothing, nothing like a fucking hamhead fucking death metal fan being like Deathcore sucks and not being able to come up with an argument. Yeah, Deathcore is sick. I don't give a shit what anyone says. Deathcore is awesome. So is Gojira. So I don't want to hear it. <laughs> I like Gojira a lot. I also like Deathcore. That's right. I also like Cynic. I have very weird tastes. But you don't like From Our Series. How fucking dare you? No, I say I like it. I just think it's a little boring. <laughs> so the way of all flesh. <laughs> Yeah, I, I love this album. It's fucking awesome. Uh, it's so good. See, racking my brain, I think this is the first album I bought from Gojira. And yeah, I think it'll be the first one I listened to, that's for sure. And if I'm correct, I bought this album like the day it came out and instantly bought from Marcia Series after that. Cool, cool. Because yeah, I did that is, a lot in high school. This is a good place to start, I think, for Gojira. Um, and the reason why I think that is because I think like this album just a really good balance of all of the previous stuff. It's a little bit more mature. The heavy parts on this album are really fucking heavy and dissonant, but the melodic and cleaner parts are also really well thought out and pretty exciting. I would say the pacing on this thing is fucking awesome. Like some of the songs on here are probably some of the heaviest songs that they have. Like I love Toxic Garbage Island, obviously. Like I fucking love um adoration for none and esoteric surgery is fucking badass and like the way the title track is also so fucking sick or it's like they play at the end the intro the outro of that song man that's so cool how they play that same riff for like five fucking minutes but it's like the greatest riff ever this is one of those (laughs) i'm just like dude that's so good this This album is fucking badass yeah this is one of those albums that's like it did when it gets weird it, it kind of doubles down into it it goes back yeah. to like air, terra incognita level of weird um the main part i'm thinking of is uh sight to behold like the verses yeah. in that song are weird but that is also one of my like favorite songs by gojira even and i don't like i don't know why Yama's messengers is just so strange yeah and uh I mean I do appreciate that the silver chords on on this album, which yeah. is what their uh recording studio is called. Oh, I never knew that. That's cool. Yeah, uh I I think it's Joe's, it might be Mario's recording studio. 
that he he made. Yeah, they called it Silver Cord. But yeah, this has like fuck. The Way of All Flesh is 17 minutes. Like that that song, I, I I'm sorry, it doesn't need to be 17 minutes. It really doesn't. No, it's um it's because of a hidden track, right? That's Am right. Am I wrong? It? Am I Maybe? not remembering this properly? I don't know, man. Let me okay, like, I need to pull this up real quick. This is bugging me now. Yeah, maybe I'm going crazy. I feel like it's not 17 minutes long, but I feel like there's a hidden thing towards the very end. That's very likely. I like. Yeah, there's silence. There's a shitload of science. Silence for about five or six minutes before it goes into cool. Some that's, weird shit. That's good to know because, uh, like, I mean, it, it comes with the same thing. Like going back to Unicorn on the last album. Sometimes you just zone out, and I think that's probably what happens when you. You know, you're at the end of the album. You, like it's almost an hour in to listening. Probably just zone out and don't even notice the silence half the time. Uh yeah. Vacuity is a great song. Oh yeah. Um like and you gotta appreciate the use of uh Randy Bly's vocals. Yeah, an adoration for none. Just right off the bat, he just fucking introduces that song. All killer, no filler, man. Yep. Yeah, but you yeah. know a song I like on here that I feel people don't talk about is Esoteric Surgery. Is that a popular song? I fucking love it. I wish I could tell you off the top of my head. I don't know. I can tell you. Um, Like, in terms of as much as people like to bitch and complain, because old heads like to buy their music and youngins like to stream. Well, yeah. uh, get over it. I go off of streaming numbers because so do so does every band in the world so get over yourself yes uh sorry i'm trying to find the album so i'm basically filling it with bitching about people let's see um art of dying is weirdly the most streamed song on this album the art of dying really yeah i like that song a lot and esoteric surgery is pretty much in the middle like it's below vacuity uh, it has more than Whale of Flesh, has more than like Yama's Vesture. Hell, it's, a, it's almost on the same level as Toxic Garbage Island in terms of total streams. So take that as you for... will. Five million. Nice. What about Ouroboros? Yeah. I feel like that's a hit song. Uh, eight and a half. Nice. Nice. Yeah, Ouroboros is fucking sweet. I love that song a lot too. Oh, sorry. When I said that long rip that repeats itself, so it turns out I was talking about the art of dying. I just kind of realized I fucked up. That makes sense. It's a 10 minute song. Unless you're going to tell also, me there's another silence in there that I just completely zoned out on. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, this thing's fucking awesome, man. I, I, <laughs> I'm almost at a loss for words. I listened to this album for, you know, like seven, eight years at this point, And man, I, uh, can't get enough of it. I think it's fucking great. Yeah. Like, so obviously toxic garbage Island, absolute staple for them live now. Like, if you don't like this album and you don't like that song, probably don't go see them live because they're going to play it. Um, besides that, they don't really play anything off this, though. And it's kind of a bummer. Yeah, they could totally get away with playing The Art of Dying and Esoteric Surgery like all the time, and I would just be the happiest clam on planet Earth. <laughs> of course, for you, it'd be great. But what about everyone else? I'm sure they would love it, too. They just don't know it. But granted, like... You know, in my mind, how would you get away with playing fucking A Sight to Behold? Like, that is a weird mm. song. And well, how about even just Yama's Messengers? Like, I feel like people that just would not blow over very well live because it has like that really funny synthy intro in the beginning. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, with, with A Sight to Behold, it's like that really weird, um, almost robotic voice. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to think of how to describe it, but yeah, the the, the robotic, like filtered voice um that's how he sings through the choruses and then he goes back to his actual harsh vocals sorry I, I guys i'm tripping so hard when i said synthy intro i did actually mean a sight to behold i'm just i'm just so tired just give me a break um yeah going off their last tour yeah which was obviously before the new album came out um they play ouroboros toxic garbage island and yeah. vacuity I mean, Vacuity is fucking sweet. Don't get me wrong. I just really like Esoteric Surgery. <laughs> so, so good. would you like them to play Esoteric Surgery? Or should they just I, ban it? They, they can just I, ban it from all shows? 
<laughs> I honestly, they should just play this entire album front to back live. And then, I agree. That'd be so I cool. I would love um, to. I'd pay so much money for that for like an anniversary tour show. So maybe 2028 we'll talk, but, um, you know. I mean, based on the stats that's provided on Setlist FM, where obviously sure. everyone uploads the Setlist, Vacuity has actually played more than Toxic Garbage Arlen. Arlen. Really? Toxic oh. Garbage Arlen. Anyways. <laughs> hey, so uh, Pitchfork gave this album a 6 out of 10. What a bunch of fucking wieners. Pitch. I don't trust the word Pitchfork says half the time. Don't worry. No, you shouldn't, but that's just so fascinating because their reviews always stick out like a sore thumb. They're just oh, so yeah. contrarian sometimes. I don't, I don't know what their deal is. Like, who hurt them? Yeah, they have played a site. Fuck, I can't speak either. They've So they've not played a site to be old since 2011. Please give me that song back and I will love you long time. Man, that's 10 years ago. Holy crap, dude. I know. Maybe they forgot it even exists. Dude, they've, they've played fucking Sepultura covers more recently. Really? What song? Uh, Territory. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, uh, honestly, sure. Why not? Fuck it. I'm trying to see if they've played your song for you, and I don't think they have. They played Satan as a lawyer surgery? once. Is it? They should play Esoteric Surgery because I actually know how to play it on guitar. It's not particularly difficult. Yeah, but you're trying to get a whole band to put it together live. Well, like, I know, I'm your boss. I'm. <laughs> I'm paying you. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. It's fine. I'm just being a buster. It's cool. That, that it's is cool. a rough, that like that, that song live would be great, but that would be rough, especially for like Mario. Oh, you mean multitasking the vocals for that one? Well, yeah, for Joe. Yeah. But for Mario, just like the oh, drums on that are fucking dumb. I mean, he played them before. I have faith. He's a really good drummer. Actually might be one of the greatest metal drummers of the modern era. Probably. Probably. I don't is. know if people re- regard him as such, but to my ears, I think he's an amazing drummer. If they don't, then they probably not listen to Gojira. Mm. He's not a very blasty drummer, which I really appreciate about his playing. Yeah, it's his technique is really interesting. Like he act as someone who's not like huge into drums, you know, I can appreciate a fast ass blast, but um yeah, I do appreciate his style and just how yeah how diverse he's able to make make all his stuff he almost reminds me of a rock drummer by attitude yeah a um, lot of like uh four to the floor style beats with like you know obviously like double kick on his first out he loves putting that snare on beat three it's fucking awesome which also i think really complements also just the rhythmic feel of this band like i think the rhythmic stuff on here is like pretty fascinating too maybe not as like dense and heavy as like remembrance which is like fucking really really rhythmic like really challengingly rhythmic rhythmic this one's a little bit more of an endurance test like uh if you're a guitar player a lot of down picking so it's a little bit heavy on your wrists but um yeah, yeah this thing is just musically just so interesting like it's really this weird lightning in a bottle moment you know honestly because like like what sounds like this first of all besides other gojira but even then i feel like this is like the weirdest form of gojira because the album after that is actually quite we're not we're not talking about it today but like lay enfant lay enfant sauvage like <laughs> much a, a grand departure of sorts yeah <laughs> compared to the way of all flesh like this is like fucking so good i i might even say for me this is peak gojira i don't know if that's an unpopular opinion um i think this album is really loved I do. Um, honestly, it should I th- be. I think, especially more recently, a lot more people are talking about this than they do from Marcia Sirius, which obviously you'll appreciate. Um, but yeah, as as a whole, it's a really, really good album. It is. Uh, the flow is there. It's not quite as good as from Marcia Sirius. There are obviously some weaker bits, and so like it's probably just in the stranger bits. But. Uh, the one thing about this album that may turn people off sure. is the fact that like it's a lot more on the nose about that whole like enviro metal kind of thing that they go time. for. What's that word you said? Enviro metal. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, you appreciate that one. Um, Pretty cool. Yeah. Obviously, metal about the environment, environmental metal, enviro metal. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. It's just. I mean, it's obviously- a little more. 
a little more in your face, but I don't know if I really care, you know, because one of those things were like, okay, here's my thing about this, right? I think there are certain political topics you can kind of get away with talking about without, for some reason, dividing your fan base into conservative or liberal. For some reason, I feel like uh, environmentalism is this weird, like, middle ground where most people are like, yeah, you know, planet Earth is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, (laughs) I don't know what it is about, like, people just digging on trees and stuff. But I mean, like, you know, like, fair play. There are songs that obviously break into the idea of um like a lot of it is the environment and destroying the earth there are songs that break into the idea of factory farming like killing yeah. animals all that kind of stuff which obviously people get all fucking up up in arms i have to be able to eat my burgers but uh you know that is what might turn some people off but it sucks to be you if it does because more for me who uh who's a bigger vegan these guys are cattle decapitation uh, 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 these guys, because I think oh. only Travis in cattle decapitation is still vegetarian, and these guys are actually vegan. Nice. Yeah, I don't. I don't remember anymore. I know I've talked to them. About, like I've interviewed cattle and talked to them about it, and it's like a pretty much brushed off subject at this point. Yeah, instead of they just talk about forced gender reassignments and and how some bull farm is using their logo. Yeah, that was fun. That's so, uh, point. favorite songs? Whole fucking thing. Fuck it. <laughs> I'm going to pull a me right now. I'm going to do me today, guys. Listen to the whole thing unless you're some kind of jerk. Somebody just get a picture of Marcus and make a meme and literally just shove any album cover above it or shove <laughs> any album cover in his hand and be like, I just love the whole fucking thing. Like, there you go. That's your <laughs> meme. That's all we need. First top text what's your favorite song bottom text i don't know man fuck it the whole thing <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite song all of them <laughs> no is that the greatest cop out of all time you asked me a very specific question and i found a way to avoid it while what's also your... giving you an answer what's your favorite song yes <laughs> um, long by the way but i didn't even notice how long it was it's, it's long. as long as a short movie Obviously, part of it comes from that, like, five minutes of fucking silence that I zone out yeah. for. But, um, yeah, Toxic Garbage Ireland, Island, great. I keep wanting to say Ireland. I know. Because I'm saying <laughs> it quickly. Got the blood of the Irish in you today, man. Uh, Adoration of None. Obviously, yeah. the inclusion of Randy Bly is a big part of why I bought this album. Pretty sweet. And uh, A Sight to Behold is, like, I, I've always loved that song just because it's so weird but also so heavy. And that yeah, like album in general, happy riff. Heavy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, any? Hey guys, a... No, yeah. no, we're not gonna get there yet. I have one more question for you. Yeah. What album are you most likely to jog to? Oh fuck! I've jogged many times to uh, the heavier songs from from Mars to Sirius. I've jogged to a bunch of songs off of the way of All Flesh. But in retrospect, I might have to uh, give Terra Incognito a couple runs. But literally. Because my God. <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, I, uh, I would generally jog to most of old Gojira, honestly. It's not boring shit. It's just <laughs> like, you'll never catch me. Like, you'll never catch me, like, fucking jogging to any to like you know fucking tory or goddamn indians but i mean (laughs) the other songs yeah i hope if somebody sees you jogging they just chase after you it's like hey what are you listening to honestly lately a lot of hip-hop and deathcore so you know wow what a fucking poser just kidding i am a poser and also just kidding i love you jogging a turnstile yeah um yes so gojira exists listen to all of it you can skip the link if you want but it has some really cool songs that you're gonna miss out on uh, i'll i'll combat aaron on this one listen to all those albums we listen including it's actually in fact especially the link how about that hey fuck you okay yikes okay all right all right all right let's talk about our damn indie pick do it tell me about it it's a band Yep. The name of that band, which I'm about to say out loud, is Deformatory. Yep. 
the name of said album is called <laughs> Inversion of the Unseen Horizon. Okay, so this one I will give you the fact that fucking all the songs and the album as a whole are uh they have some really weird names. But I appreciate it because the the names of the songs are very weird. Pretty badass too. Like that album name is actually pretty sweet. Uh, full yeah. disclosure, this album is not yet released. And will it be released by the time of this recording's release date? No, it comes out on Friday. Which is what calendar date for that those people is for the home? Seventh uh, or third? Third of September. That's the one. Third of September, folks, yeah. for the new deformatory. This album, um, yeah, man, it's pretty cool. It's to my knowledge, it's their first release. I didn't actually do very much uh, background research on these guys. I believe it's a duo, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. It is a fellow who does all the instrumentation, and we have a bloke on vocals. Am I also correct about that? No. Okay, well, there you go. Charlie LeDuc does guitars and vocals, and Neil Grandy does ah. drums. Ah, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. what's your impression of this thing? What's this? What do you make of it? This album has some of like the heaviest and like most intense uh, riffs that you'll probably hear this year. It also has some insanely fast parts that basically just go into yeah. like uh, old school death metal. Uh, my only issue is I could not get into the vocals personally. Yeah, not my favorite part. Um, what I actually did appreciate about this album actually has big time cryptopsy vibes it does which i'm actually really fond of because like that's a sound that even though i know people try to emulate it this one actually kind of captures that like kinetic energy that i think uh makes that band so freaking sweet hey you you remember uh john levisseur from cryptopsy i do yeah he's on this album Oh, really? Oh, my <laughs> God. You see, okay, so, okay, to be fair, because this album's not released, I am literally have this in a Google Drive of just, yeah. like, literally song title and number track, or number of the track. So, so I actually didn't find any background information. I kind of just did a very superficial glance to see, like, their Facebook page and stuff. Yeah, what track is he on? I didn't know that. Uh, so he's on Impaled Upon the Carry On Spire. He plays the classical guitar, oh, cool, and he does cool. the solos. Oh, no uh, shit. Okay, well, there you go. So just to give you cool. an idea, this is a concept album. It's split into three chapters. Uh, I'm not going to try and pre- tell you the names of the chapters because they have really dumb titles. And by dumb, I mean I'm not smart enough to read them. Are they Latin? No. Uh, my, one might be. It also might be made up. I don't know. But I'm not going to try. But the songs, the songs have some really insane names. Like within, within the, the astral, astral Yeah, there you <laughs> yeah. go. Behold um, the apex of decay. It's it's pretty fucking pretty engineering great. the worm horde. Yeah, that's a cool one. Um, Masticated by an infinite archetype. shadow. Dude, these are like basically dope ass band names. Yeah, every single song on this makes a really good like tech death or deathcore band name. Yeah, deciphering the architect is actually like a really sweet name. I I actually just noticed how much how cool that is. Damn, brother! But you know, here's my thing about it. I actually uh, this album's really good. Don't get me wrong; it's just not totally my thing. Like, how would you describe it? It's almost like in the same way where Topsy is techy, gore grindy, death metally kind of stuff. Um, it's kind of in that and that's not actually necessarily like my preferred style of death metal playing yeah um, like if you it, it's like... a lot guys like it's it's dense it's fucking fast and yeah it's really energetic and fun but that's the part i like about it actually is like it is so energetic and excited it's not boring at all just not like really my preferred version of death metal is my only real complaint so it's not even really a criticism of the writing because i think the writing is pretty concise the songs on here don't really meander which is something yeah. I really appreciate when it comes to death metal. Like, I don't feel like any song is, you know, goes into nonsense territory. Yeah, and and the the riffs change and change drastically enough in even within the songs, but from song to song, uh, yeah. from like these really heavy, slow, like mid tempo style riffs, all the way up to like s- some of the fastest shit you'll hear. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not totally into the vocals. Vocals are a huge thing for me on an album. So 
there's a lot of bands that people love that I cannot stand the vocals on. But uh, yeah, I mean, as a whole, this is a really, really good album. And yeah, it's uh, it's definitely worth checking out. Plus the yeah. album art is fucking cool. Yeah, it's really cool. This, this, this looks handsome on a t-shirt, so you should definitely check out their merch. Here's the thing about the vocals and me is like, I actually don't mind the vocals on here. It's just again, it's a stylistic choice. I it think is. more than anything else. It kind of reminds me of like some of like the weirder cryptopsy kind of vocal styles, which I'm into sometimes. Sometimes I am, sometimes I'm not. I would say I'm pretty close to being into the vocals on this one. Just uh, you know. I mean, I will say different. I'm I'm going to go back to this album, especially after it's out, and I can actually like put it onto uh, onto my phone and everything. I like to see this live. I would really, really enjoy to see this band. Well, they're from Ottawa, so you might get lucky. Yeah, they are Canadian. Yeah, fucking right, dude. That that serves a purpose for me. You might get lucky. This album is pretty sweet. Yeah, but yeah, it's a really good album Um, as a whole. Like I said, comes out on Friday, the uh, the third of September. So if you're listening to this in the first week of going up, it's either just coming out or it's just come out, and you should probably buy it. I'm, I'm actually pretty sure it's on Bandcamp. I'm actually pulling up their Bandcamp right Good. now. And yeah, the, uh, album yeah, pre-orders stuff. on Bandcamp. Oh my god, guys! They have the coolest fucking T-shirts too. Don't Shit. tell me that. Oh what? That's buy really more cool. shirts. <laughs> Dude, they have a really cool white T-shirt on here. Oh my god! Oh my god! It's only twelve dollars. Holy crap, guys! This merch is cheap. <laughs> That's so cool, man! They have cool ass T-shirts. Damn, they do. They got they some do. funds. You got some on here for fucking ten dollars. What? They have a flag, dude. That's so cool. And you got one with like, oh, they got a white one with fucking text on the back, dude. It's got a red logo. <laughs> this is fucking so cool. I really want this uh, Horizon of Hate T-shirt. I'm on their Bandcamp, so I'm just like nerding out. This, this, they have really handsome looking merch, guys, and they have uh, cassettes and vinyl available, and obviously they have the album arts and bundles and they have like you know all that good shit i actually kind of like their older merch too this is fucking cool nice good stuff guys yeah, yeah they're actually the uh the album shirt is actually only 15.99 canadian so you yankees out there your currency goes a long way in our country so <laughs> this is going to be like fucking pennies to the dollar for you guys yeah i'm probably gonna get one of those flags to keep in my office for when we record so yeah, these guys are fucking sweet yeah that's cool man Hell I'm yeah. into this, yeah. I, yeah I'll, I'll give this another listen when it comes out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait till it comes out on Spotify so I can actually give them proper streams. Yeah, and uh, hopefully push their Spotify a little bit in the right direction. Yeah, this is this is really like good ass, grindy ass death metal. So welcome to our live reactions of this band's merch. Um, they're ba- they're called Deformatory. Yeah, this merch is fucking sweet. Oh my god. Would you like yeah, to repeat really the important. album title? Because I just put my phone down and I forgot to actually write it down in my book. Oh, allow me to tell you, Inversion of the Unseen Horizon. Perfect. Inversion of the Unseen Horizon from Deformatory releases the 3rd of September. So that's this Friday. If you're listening I'm to this also, when it comes out. I'm going to echo their own description of themselves. A maelstorm of manacle death metal. Perfect. And my God, I could not have put it better myself. Could you? No, that is spot on. Just talking about them makes me want to listen to them again. <laughs> yeah, actually, me too, man. <laughs> I really wanted to come out like now, but you know, all right, I'm well, a Spotify guy because, like, yeah, like I said, this is dude. just like files on my computer, which kind of takes away the whole. <laughs> also, I don't have a Bluetooth headphones on my computer, but um, I'm giving you a window into my personal life here. I'm gonna stop. Yeah, go check out these guys, Deformatory from Ottawa, Canada. New album, September 3rd. We should say the title one more time, Inversion of the Unseen Horizon. It's pretty sweet. It's grindy. It's heavy. It's techy, but not too techy. Pretty death metal-y. It's, it's fucking badass. Please listen to their music. Buy their shit. And if you really want an understanding of how, it's, how they sound like, here is a small 30-second clip.
All right, folks. Thank you for listening to episode ten. Really, we made it to ten. I know. 10 zero. Holy shocking, crap! Eh? Holy crap, guys! Thank you for listening to the Big Ten Zero of the Deep Dive Discography because I know the name of the podcast I'm on. I am Marcus Ferrara. You might know me from music stuff. And as always, I am joined by the impeccable, lovely, charismatic, um, magnanimous Aaron Price. Yeah, people seem to hate me online, but that's fine. I don't hate you. Hey! I consider us friends, so there you go. Me too. Uh, see, there you go, guys. This is what life is all about. Music and friends and cheap merchandise. Where can they find us? I believe you can find us where all things are streamed. <laughs> and and also on pretty much all social medias. All social medias, which might include Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Yeah. Anyways. on Spotify, though. Yeah. We're on, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple and Music. Deezer. We're on... I, honestly, I have no idea if we're on Deezer. Oh, shit. Don't go to Deezer. We might be on Deezer. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. Also, the new APOC is coming out uh, September 10th. Wow. Self-plugging. Self yeah, I'm plugging that in. So, um, you know, mark the calendar, guys. I'll remind you again on the next episode. Bye.